Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're global and we're moving in the nations of the earth. Check it out, awakeninghouseofprayer.com. Join the movement, prayer hubs, house churches. We're planting churches and prayer houses. You name it, God is moving in it for the purpose of awakening. Listen, if you're in South Florida, why don't you come on by? You might be on vacation or you might be down the street and didn't know I was here. You know how many times we hear that? My God, I've been going to a dead dumb church for years. I didn't know you were down the street from my house. I'm down the street from your house, South Florida. Come on over on Sunday mornings, 1047 a.m. First service, 1.30 p.m. Second service, 4 o'clock p.m. on many Sundays on teaching and training as well. So get on over there. If you're not in the region, you can watch that first service online at ahop.online, A-H-O-P dot online check it out become an official web church member tap into that prayer request line get the advice you need the virtual life group and all the teaching archives at ahop.online over years of my teaching on sundays god is good good morning all my ignite network members my awakening prayer hub leaders house of prayer leaders all over the world this is mornings with the holy spirit pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. And today's devotion is from my second devotional, Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, listen, listen very carefully. If you're listening, say amen. Today's devotion is titled, I will show you when to transition. I will show you when to transition. And here's what I heard the Lord say. When it's time to move on, it's time to move on. Well, that's profound, isn't it? When it's time to move on, it's time to move on. But don't let the devil push you out of a position Father has ordained. Don't abort the mission. And the Spirit of the Lord says, don't let go of what Father has given you to steward, no matter how hard holding on might be. There is a time to go and a time to stay, a time to give up, at a time to press in harder, a time to rest, at a time to run to the battle line. And the Lord says, I will show you what to do, but you have to be willing to do my will. When you are willing to do my will, says the Lord, it will be easier for you to hear me and move out or stay on in faith. Come on, that's a good word. Get your copy of Evenings with the Holy Spirit so you can tap into all these great prophetic words that really guide and inspire us and challenge us. He says, when you're willing to do my will, it will be easier for you to hear me and move out or stay on in faith. Today's scripture references 1 Peter 4.10, Colossians 3.23, and Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse Eight. Now, the prayer starter from the devotional, I tend to stay longer than I'm supposed to, but you know that, God. <laughs> I'm just trying to be careful because I don't want to hurt people or miss your will. Help me to discern your timing. Help me to recognize the winds of transition blowing in my life. I am willing in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 
Father, we thank you this morning because you are the on-time God. You're the good timing God. You're never late. You're always ready, always able, always willing to show us what to do. You show us things to come. You show us what to do, how to do it, when to do it. We thank you, Lord, that you are so faithful. We glorify your name this morning, the faithful God, the faithful witness, the faithful healer. You are faithful, 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 faithful. Even when we're not faithful, you are faithful. You don't go back on your promises. You don't take the gifts of your spirit away from us. You don't take your spirit away from us. We thank you, Lord, that we can be just as close to you as we want to be. I thank you, Lord, for the word of God that tells us plainly in Proverbs, the Lord is close to those who trust in him. So, Father, we decree, we declare our trust in you this morning. We declare our allegiance to you this morning. We declare our loyalty to you. We trust you, God, with every fiber of our being. And if there be anything in us that does not trust you, God, get it out of us. Root it out of us. Deliver us from it, God. If fear overwhelms our trust in you, cast it out of us today in Jesus' name, oh God. Would you help us, Lord, because we know that we need to have unshakable trust, unshakable faith, unshakable confidence in what you are doing in our lives and what you are doing in the next season. We need to have unshakable trust. You tell us that we live in a kingdom that cannot be shaken. It told us in your word, it says plainly in Hebrews that we belong to a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So Father, would you help us establish us in a faith that cannot be shaken. Help us, lead us, show us, grow us, help us to see what is in the way, what is uh, diluting our trust, what is causing us not to follow you. When you say no, we say no sometimes. We don't want to be a people with selective obedience. We don't want to be a people who obey only what sounds easy, who obey only what sounds Sounds good. Who obey only what sounds convenient, but we want to surrender fully to your spirit in trust. We trust in you. We trust in you. We declare our trust in you because you are trustworthy. You're the only one who's completely trustworthy. Man will fail us. Friends will fail us. Doctors will fail us. Cars will fail us. Technologies will fail us. Presidents will fail us. Prime ministers will fail us. Generals will fail us. Leaders will fail us. Pastors will fail us. Churches will fail us. But you will never fail us. <laughs> you are perfect in all of your ways, oh God. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are trustworthy. Inside and out, completely back to front, side to side. You are trustworthy. In whatever season of life we find ourselves in, we can trust you to lead us through. When we walk through the fire, when we walk through the fire, when we walk through the fire, you will be with us. We can trust you that you will show up in the midst of the fire, just like you did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You were there. There was a third man in the fire. When we walk through the fiery trial, you are with us. We 
can know it. We can believe it. We can bank on it. We can trust you. You will not leave us burning in the fire. Oh, Jesus, although you may put us in the refiner's fire, you're still there watching over us, making sure that it doesn't get too hot. You know how much we can handle. You know how much we can endure. You know how much we can walk through in any given moment. You're able to strengthen us to walk through it when we feel like we cannot walk through it. That is how good you are. You know how much we can handle. Your word tells us that you will not let more come upon us than what we can handle and that you are the way of escape. So, Father, thank you that we can trust you. It seems like too much sometimes. It seems overwhelming sometimes. Our soul grows weary sometimes. It seems as if it's never going to end sometimes, but we can trust you. Job said in the midst of his trial, Job said in the midst of his misery, Job said as he was peeling scabs off of his physical body in the wake of the death of his family, he said, though he slay me, I will trust him. Though he slay me, I will trust him. And it's not the Lord who's doing the slaying. It's the enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life in abundance to the full, till it overflows. So, Father, help us to trust you in the midst of the enemy attack. And help us to trust you in the midst of the overflow. Help us to trust you on top of the mountain. And help us to trust you in the down, 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 valley below. Help us to trust you, God, when everything's going right. And help us to trust you. God, when everything is going wrong, would you help us to trust you to settle the issue in our hearts right now that you are good, that you are trustworthy, that you are faithful to complete the good work that you started in us, that you will show up on time. Jesus, when we walk through the fire, when we walk through the waters, they will not overtake us. Hey, when we walk through the waters, they will not overtake us. Hey, when we walk through the waters, but we got to walk. Come on. We got to walk. We got to walk. We got to walk. Forgive us, Lord, for the times when the fire came and we ran in the other direction. We didn't walk. Forgive us, Lord, when the water looked too overwhelming and we ran away. We hid ourselves. We didn't walk through it. We didn't trust you in it. We didn't wait for you to tell us what to do. We just ran away. We went for the escape without doing it your way. Jesus, would you help us on today to trust you all the more? Whatever is in us that hinders our trust, whatever is in us that causes us to shrink back, whatever is in us or whatever is not in us. If we don't have the courage, God, give us the courage. You told Joshua, you told Joshua, you told Joshua, be strong and courageous. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. And I just believe I just believe, I just have to believe that with that command to be courageous, with that instruction to be courageous, with that mandate to be courageous, the courage that Josh needed came upon him. 
I just believe that when the Lord said, Josh, be strong and courageous, that in that moment when his ears perked up to the word of the Lord, strength came upon him, courage came upon him, because God will never tell us to do something that we cannot do. He will not tell us to trust him if we cannot trust him. He will not tell us to be strong if we cannot be strong. He will not tell us to be courageous if we could not be courageous, but he gives us the grace. So thank you, Lord, we can trust you for your grace. Thank you, Lord, we can trust you because you told Paul, my grace is sufficient for thee. <laughs> and you're telling us today the same thing. My grace is sufficient for you. It's sufficient. It's enough. Actually, it's more than enough. So, Father, thank you for your all-sufficient grace that we can tap into by trust, by faith in your name, in your word, in your great and precious promises. All of your promises are yes and amen. We can trust you. We can trust you. Even when things look like they've tilted sideways, even when things look like they're going backwards instead of forwards, even when the adversity is so strong against our mind that we cannot even think straight, we can default to trust. Help us, Lord. Let that be our default. Let that be our, our reset. Let that be the part, the, the, the place from which we move out, the place of trust in that transition. And I want to pray through this issue of transitions today. Father, we thank you because I know that so many that are listening to the sound of my voice are in transition and some of them do not even know it. Some of them are not catching on to your leadership to lead them out of a place that they've been so comfortable or even to lead them out of a place in which they've been so uncomfortable, but it's familiar. Some people are miserable in their comfort zones and they don't see that that is a signal, that is a sign, that is an indication that the grace has lifted they're uncomfortable, they're miserable, and they don't want to make a mistake, they don't want to leave too soon, they don't want to let anyone down. Father, would you help us to be more concerned about letting you down than letting other people down? Would you help us to be more concerned with letting you down, with disobeying your promptings, ignoring your leadership? Would you help us be more, more, more in tune with, with you and more concerned with letting you down and missing your will? rather than appeasing people who have no care or concern about us, appeasing people who just want to use us and abuse us, or even just appeasing people who are good, but the time is up, appeasing people who helped us get where we are, but our time is up. Would you help us, God? A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic we're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, 
boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. Would you help us, God? I felt the spirit of fear hit somebody when I said that. I felt it. I felt it. I felt the spirit of fear just come over somebody. And I break that fear of transition right now over your life in Jesus' name. I said, I break the fear of transition. I break the fear of letting go in Jesus' name. I break the fear of moving on in Jesus' name. Why in the world do you think you're so afraid? (laughs) Did God give you a spirit of fear? Is God trying to scare you into stay in that place that he's called you out of? Is God trying to scare you into stay in a place that you can't stand anymore? No, that's the enemy. My God, Jesus, would you help your people today see that when that fear of transition comes, it's not coming from God. God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. He doesn't manipulate us with fear. He doesn't motivate us with fear. Everything God does is motivated and couched and bathed and and, and, and just uh, covered in love. So, Father, help us. Help us today because your word tells us that perfect love casts out all fear. And fear has torment. Perfect love casts out fear. And fear has torment. Some of you are tormented in the transition. Some of you just need to cut it loose now. I know you said you'd stay a little longer, but sometimes you have to go back on what you said and remember what God said. Nathan prophesied to David. He said, David said, I want to build a a, a house for God. And, 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 And Nathan said, go ahead and do it. Do all that's in your heart because God's with you. Nathan said one thing, but God was saying something else. And as Nathan turned around, God said to Nathan, "Uh, yeah, no, you're going to have to go back to David and and tell him what I'm actually saying because I never said that. So would you help us, Lord, today? Would you help us, Lord, today to be more concerned with what you're saying about our transition than what we are about what we think or what other people think or what other people want or what we want? It's all about you. There's some of you out there that are trying to get out of something that God never told you to leave. You need to buck up and get a good attitude because God's never going to let you out of that place with that bad attitude. Some of you just need to cut ship now. You said, I'd say another year, but that's gonna, you're going to be halfway dead in another year. 
you need to go ahead and go. Some of you are stuck in churches and Jezebel's in the pulpit and you know it. And you're like, well, I, 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 God told me to stay and pray. No, God told you to go and pray. You'll let that Jezebel spirit, that, that counterfeit anointing, false prophetic anointing swallow you up. Father, would you help us transition according to your will in every area that you're calling us out to a new space, to a new place. Help us, Lord, not to let fear hold us back from the place that you've called us to. Help us, Lord, not to let fear keep us stuck in a past era of our life. Help us, Lord, not to let fear, not to let people-pleasing, not to let a false sense of responsibility, uh-oh. Help us, Lord, not to let a false sense of responsibility, hey. Help, help us, Lord, not to let a false sense of, of, of responsibility keep us in a place that's killing us. <laughs> Come on, I speak from experience, people of God. I speak from experience. I've done it more than once. Stay too long. It just about kills you. Stay too long. There's no more grace. Stay too long. God says go. And you're like, but I just want to earn a little more money here. Uh, God's like, you know, I got more money for you somewhere else. Quit looking at the man and start looking at me. Help us, Lord, to transition well. Help us, Lord, to transition now. Help us, Lord, to stop putting off the inevitable. <laughs> because you're going to have your way. You work all things together for the, according to the counsel of your will, the kind intentions of your will. Your way is better than our way. So help us, Lord, to stop trying to help you. Well, I don't think the Lord saw the whole picture. Help us, Lord, to stop trying to, to talk you out of what you've told us to do. Because you're not going to talk us into it. <laughs> you're a gentleman. You're a leader. But you will have your way. You will allow our circumstances to press in on us until we're so miserable that we go back and try to remember what it was you told us that we didn't do. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to trust you in the transition. Help us, Lord. We don't have to see the whole pathway ahead. We just need to see the first step. We walk by faith and not by sight. We don't have to have the plan all we want and we want to see all of it, but and really we don't. If we saw all of it, we'd never make a move because there's warfare, there's trials, there's tribulation, there's betrayals, but there's also breakthrough and there's victory and there's overcoming and there's increase and there's prosperity and there's healing. And let me just tell you something. If you make it a pros and cons list, Somebody out there listening to me, you, you, you literally, in this past few days or so, week or so, you've literally sat down and, and, and made a pros and cons list on a piece of paper. You were a pro and con, and you put a line down in the middle of the page, and you're trying to decide what are the pros and what are the cons. The only pro that matters is God said. <laughs> if God said it, you don't need a pro and con list. If God told you to do it, you don't need to assess the goal. If God told you to do it, you need to do it quickly before the enemy has a chance to stop you. Some people wonder, well, you know, Jennifer, why do you move so fast on things? Like you, you have an idea and it's like pop, pop, you get it out. Why? Because I am going to get out of what God said for me to do. I'm going to push it out. I'm going to push it forward. I'm going to write that book. I'm going to have that class. I'm going to start that church. I'm going to, I'm going to release a prayer movement. I'm going to go to London. I'm going to do what God told me to do before the enemy has a chance to organize his network of demons against me. And although I know I will have warfare at some point, 
If I can get a jump start on the enemy, if I can start to build and plant, I can, I can at the same time be rooting out to all the, and tearing down and throwing, I can do it all at once in Christ. When he tells us to do something, he gives us the anointing to do it, the grace to do it, the relationship to do it, the finances to do it. So help us, Lord, today to trust you, to trust in you and not on our own understanding. In all of our ways, acknowledging you, not on our own understanding. Help us to trust you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Share this with somebody. Let's keep praying. You know I pray out of the scriptures. I pray prophetically, but you know when I get prayer themes, almost always it's a scripture or it's a word the Lord spoke to me that is scriptural, it's biblical, it lines up with the word. And I love this scripture in Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Psalm 8. Psalm 8, remember the scripture in Psalm 8, verse 2. If you're listening, say amen. Keep talking to me. Psalm 8. I love this in the Passion Translation. Psalm 8, verse 2. You have built a stronghold by the songs of children. Now that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother revelation. <laughs> you have built a stronghold by the songs of children. Strength rises up with the cor- with the chorus of infants. This kind of praise has power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship in silence, the madness of those who oppose you. You know, you can tell the devil to shut up all day, and I'm not against that. I'm not against that. But sometimes our words come out of a place of frustration rather than a a true righteous indignation. You understand? Sometimes our words, you know, just shut up, devil. Sometimes that doesn't come out of our spirit. It comes out of our soul. And God's not obliged to back up our soulish prayers. We need to make decrees by the spirit. We need to be praying in the spirit. In Ephesians 6, Paul said, pray with all kinds of prayer. He said, pray in the spirit. Pray with all kinds of prayer. Right. And so but here we see something that's just so wonderful. And it goes back to the whole idea that that our that worship is our warfare, which understand, please, worship is not the only kind of warfare. You're not going to win all your battles by worshiping only. Sometimes that's the starting point. Sometimes that's the baseline. Sometimes that's where you get your strategy is actually in worship. Sometimes the worship actually strengthens you to keep fighting. Okay. But there is a kind of praise that has the power to shut Satan's mouth. And what is it? It's childlike worship. Childlike, what is that? That Another way that I would put that is worshiping him in spirit and truth. Worshiping him with a purity of heart. Worshiping him not because you want something from him or need something from him or hope he'll do something for you or through you. But worshiping him just because of who he is. And it says this kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. And I love what the Message Bible says. The Message Bible says, Nursing infants gurgle choruses about you. Toddlers shout the songs that drown out enemy talk. And silence the atheist babble, the unbelievers babble. So I know some of you are going to be tempted to get your little grandkids or your little babies and say, just go worship and sing so you can break warfare over grandma. That's not what it's talking about. It's the heart posture, really. It's the childlike faith, really. We can silence the enemies that oppose us in our worship. And again, I must stress, this is not the only warfare strategy. David was a worshiper, but David also slung the the stone and swung the sword. 
Okay. David also uh, fought toe to toe, mano a mano. Amen. And so we must have the right strategy. But I wanted to share this with you today because it struck me so deeply. The Bible says this kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we're so grateful for your scripture, for your holy scripture. Your word is tried in fire seven to purified by fire seven times. And we're so grateful that we can wield your weapon like a sword. But there's other times when we can use your scripture as a strategy to overcome the enemy of our soul. We can find these nuggets. We can find these concepts. We hear people say them. We hear people talk about some of these things. And we never actually see them for scripture. see them for ourselves in scripture. And so, Father, we thank you that today you have shown us yet again the power of worship and warfare. You have shown us, not just through the story of Jehoshaphat, not just through the, you know, praise. No, you showed us once again here in the psalm, written by David, the major, mighty, mega warrior. So thank you, Lord, that as we praise you with childlike faith, that you will move on our behalf and you will shut Satan's mouth when we are led to use this strategy. Hear me. When we are led to use the strategy, when you draw us, when your word tells us that when we draw near to you, you'll draw near to us. So fathers, we draw near to you in worship. Help us to hear your battle plan, whether it's just worship or whether it's binding or whether it's loosing loosing, or whether it's forgiving or whether it's uh, pushing back darkness or whether it's fill in the blank. Help us, Lord, as we worship you in spirit and truth, to be filled again with your spirit and to hear your truth, the words of life that set us free. And give us the confidence to rise up against our wicked opponents from that place of worship, from that place of strength, from that place of knowing who you are, being confident, trusting who you are. You're the almighty God. Your voice, let it be louder than Satan's voice in our ear. Your voice, let it be stronger. Let it lift us up. Let it instruct us. Help us, Lord, to tune into your voice so we can hear your strategy for the battle. Whether, again, it's worship or whether, again, it's binding the enemy or breaking the powers of the assignment or decreeing that no weapon formed against us shall prosper or standing and withstanding in the evil day, whatever it is, we need your battle plan. We need your warfare strategy. We need to hear your commissioning, your charge, your instructions, captain of the host. We need to hear from you. And what better place? I love here how it says childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. So thank you, Lord, today. Draw us into your presence. Give us such a hunger to hear from your heart that we would lay aside childish things. Because it's one thing to have childlike faith. And it's another thing to move in childish things. Some things about children, well, we need to grow up. And other things about children, well, we need to preserve those things. We need to preserve the childlike worship. We need to preserve the childlike faith. We need to preserve the childlike trust. But Lord, we don't want to be children in battle. We don't want to be children, childish in the things that we do. So help us to grow up. Help us to hear clearly. 
Help us to see what the enemy is doing, but also to see what you're doing. And help us to praise our way through until we hear your voice. To praise our way through until we enter into that secret place. To praise our way through, to enter into a worship that defies the understanding of our mind. Where we are experiencing deep calls unto deep. Where we are experiencing the joy that comes from your presence. Where we are experiencing the peace that passes all understanding. We want to experience these things, not just read about them. We want to experience your love, not just read about it. Paul said, I would have you to know the love, the length, the breadth, the depth, the height of God's love, not just through the word, but through experience. So help us experience to taste and see how good you are so that we can yet praise you and yet worship you in the midst of the warfare because sometimes it's the worship that breaks the warfare and help us to remember that because we're not going to feel like worshiping. We're not going to feel like praying. We're not going to feel like praising in the midst of the battle. We're not going to feel like doing any of that. We're going to want to sit down on the couch and moan and groan and cry and watch TV. But Lord, help us to break that cycle, to come out of that give up mindset and develop the mentality of a warrior who refuses to quit, who refuses to grow weary and well-doing, who refuses to stop and forfeit the fight, Help us, Lord, to press on all the way through to victory for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Isn't he good? Isn't he good? Isn't he good? Isn't he good? Thank you, Lord. No matter what we're going through, no matter what we're dealing with, you'll help us. You'll help us. You will help us. You know, there's so many strategies for spiritual warfare. Did you know that? That's why somebody needs to take the School of Spiritual Warfare. Go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv and take tactical warfare. That gives you a lot of the strategies. Schoolofthespirit.tv. I want to give you an opportunity to sow into this word today. If you feel so led, we always give you an opportunity to do that because you're sowing into missions. You're sowing into missions. You're sowing into souls. All right, so go over there if you feel so led to jenniferleclair.org slash missions. You can use the PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give. Text the word pray, P-R-A-Y to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can also use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563 for Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Remember, something good is going to happen to you today. Believe that. I'll see you later. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.